Thanks, Honorable Speaker. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Thank you very much. Honorable members, good morning. Um, honorable members, uh, it seems we are. Yes, we are here. We are 41. We're starting our meeting now. Thank you. Honorable members, uh, before we start with our meeting, I propose that we take a, we do a moment of silence in honor of all the people who have uh, we have lost in KwaZulu-Natal and uh, the Eastern Cape. Just a minute. I thank you, honorable members. Honorable members, as we are all now aware of the tra tragic events which unfolded in KwaZulu Natal and the Eastern Cape, the devastating flooding, damage, and loss of life will have a profound and lasting impact, not just for those directly affected by all South Africans. We all share the grief and despair of those who lost loved ones, who lost their homes and their livelihoods. This disaster has occurred even as we are recovering from the economic hardships brought about by COVID pandemic and the unrest of last year. Given the tragic circumstances that confront us, it is imperative that parliament plays its part. In this regard, I've indicated that yesterday, I was, in this regard, I have to indicate to you, sorry, that I received a letter from the president calling a hybrid joint sitting on Tuesday, the 26th of April, uh, which is on yeah, next week at 1400 hours. And this is to ensure that the elected representatives of the people of our country can be directly involved in oversight of the work that is needed to provide relief and to repent. This matter will be addressed fully when we consider this program. Okay. Okay. Secondly, a related issue is that on the 18th of April, I received a letter from the chief whip of the majority party proposing an established for an establishment of an ad hoc committee to exercise oversight on the state of disaster in Guazulu Natal. I'm informed that the matter was discussed in the Chief Whip's Forum, and there is an understanding that the National Assembly will establish the ad hoc committee on the 26th of April after the joint sitting, which will be addressed by the President. Thank you, Honorable Members. We now proceed. I've received two apologies on my side. An apology from Mr. Ndombela, Honorable Ndombela, and Honorable Korenhoff. Those are the only two apologies. Are there any other apologies, uh, Mr. Kassel? Madam Speaker, I've also received an apology from Honorable Shangwin and Honorable uh, Kwangwa. Um, uh, Honorable Shangwin and Honorable Kwangwa. Thank you very much, Mr. Kasum. May we then uh, proceed, honorable members, to consider the agenda 
of the meeting today. If you're happy, may somebody please move for adoption of the agenda? Shake Imam, move chair. Uh, Shake Imam, thank you very much. Okay, somebody second. Oh, I was to raise my hand, but uh, I don't know what's happening with my gadget. I was trying to hand, okay. raise my hand before the, the adoption of the agenda. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much, Honorable Speaker. I wanted to check, Honorable Speaker, if uh, if the matter of uh, an other committee will be uh, put uh, as an item on the agenda or we are done with that because um, uh, I, I wanted to talk on, on that particular matter. Uh, are we still going to discuss it? Well, if, if, if we want it, you want us to discuss it as a separate item on the agenda, we may as well uh, add it to the items on the agenda then. But I just... I okay, okay, let's do that. Honorable members, therefore, uh, the adopted agenda will include the additional matters as proposed by the chief group of the majority party. Honorable members, shall we then proceed to look at matters arising as far as I'm concerned, for now on my side, there are hardly any matters arising uh, to talk to, uh, matters which warrant a discussion, uh, because some of the matters, the matters which we dealt with at the last minute meeting, which included one, the issue, the motion of the ATM, those matters are matters which were concluded and that motion has, which has been agreed has fallen off. And then the other matter which was uh, discussed, honorable uh, members, was a matter, no, that actually was the matter which was discussed last time, which we agreed on how to proceed with it. Are there any other matters, honorable members? Honourable Speaker, and good morning. Uh, Singhya, I had my hand up. Uh, good, morning. good morning, everybody, our colleagues, admin, just for process to uh, adopt the minutes of that meeting. And if you put that item, I will move for adoption. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Honourable Singh. Um, the, the minutes of the meeting have been adopted. Thank you. Any second up? Sheikh Imam, second. Thank you, Honorable Sheikh Imam. Second it. Thank you. Honorable members, I had already started uh, proceeded to deal with matters arising. And it seems to me in the minutes, there is just one matter, and that matter is a matter which we have already concluded. And that is the matter of the motion uh, of the ATA. Is that agreed, Honorable members, so that we proceed? Agreed. Thank you very much, Honorable Members. We then proceed to receive a report from the committee section. Advocate Dao, are you ready? Good morning, Madam Speaker, Honorable Members and colleagues. 
Yes, I'm ready, Madam Speaker. Our report yes, starts yes, at yes, slide yes. number four. At slide number four, on this slide, we show that uh, PC on Health is planning to finalize the National Health Insurance Bill on the 27th of May, and activities before that are also indicated. Slide number five. On this slide, we show four bills that are likely to be finalized during the month of May. That is economic regulation of transport bill before peace on transport, uh, expropriation bill before peace on public works and infrastructure, children's amendment bill before peace on social development, and national road traffic amendment bill before PC on transport. Slide number six. On this slide, the PC on mineral resources is planning to finalize the gas amendment bill on the 14th of June with activities indicated during the month of May. Slide number seven. On this slide, the PC on human settlement is currently conducting public hearings in Eastern Cape about the housing consumer protection bill. And then PC on mineral resources is having briefings and also deliberations on upstream petroleum resources development bill. And uh, PC on transport also has uh, deliberations on railway safety bill. All these bills have not dates for finalization yet. Slide number eight. On this slide, there are two bills that uh, have got updates. That is basic education laws amendment bill before PC on uh, basic education and also public administration laws general amendment bill before PC on public services and administration. And thirdly, the National Land Transport Amendment Bill, all these bills don't have finalization date yet indicated. Slide number eight, slide number nine, my apologies. Uh, on this slide, the update is about the criminal law forensic procedure amendment bill before PC on police. The committee is planning to finalize the bill on the 6th of May after revising the date of finalization from April. Slide number 11. On this slide, the PC on agriculture, land reform and rural development, as well as PC on employment and labor. These uh, committees have revised their planned public hearings to deal with the issue of the working conditions of farm workers. The committees had planned to have public hearings from the 29th of April up to the 13th of June. The committees are now revising this program. Slide number 15. On this slide, there are two petitions before PC on uh, small business and development and also PC on basic education. The Committees are having some uh, deliberations or briefings on these bills, on this uh, pet uh, petition, sorry. Slide number 16. On this slide, PC on transport is currently 
having oversight visit about the petition before it, the committee is planning to finalize this petition on the 24th of May. Slide number 17. On this slide, PC on transport is also planning to finalize an international agreement before it by the 17th of May. This concludes our report, Madam Speaker. Thank you very much, uh, Ms. Advocate Dao. Uh, honorable members, are there any matters you want to raise on that from that report? Otherwise, we proceed to the bills. Morning. Morning, Speaker. Swart here. Yes, Honorable Swart. Good morning to you and morning to our colleagues. Speaker, just briefly, and maybe the Bill's office can report at a later stage, but there are a number of items that are reported to under this heading of 2021-22 before Bill's before committee, where there doesn't seem to be much progress. I want to give you an example. The Protection of State Information Bill was referred back to Parliament by the President, and every um, week or we, we get a report that the decision on what committee to deal with this bill still needs to take place. That would be something that we would need to attend to. Another issue relates to all the private members' bills um, that are before Parliament and before committees, such as the one I have, which is the Animal Protection Amendment Bill, which is we would also like to hear uh, progress. And it was that particular bill was raised previously in the programming committee at the beginning of the year, where the report was that the committee will schedule hearings on that. And then the third issue relates to the inquiry into violence and looting in Gauteng and KZN province, which was referred on August the 21st to the police committee. And the update is that the committee will schedule further meetings on this issue. So possibly we could get more updates uh, on these, not necessarily today, uh, Speaker. I appreciate this, is, uh, but at some stage going forward. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Honorable Swart. I see the hand of Honorable Papo. Good morning, Speaker and the colleague. I wanted to check whether that uh, the after the adoption of the motion moved by the chief of the majority party in the House, that the report of the uh, the report of from the um, uh, trade and competition portfolio committee be re revived. Uh, so that it can be handled. I don't know where we, we, we that falls. Is it falls under committee matters or it falls under uh, reports which have been revived? Uh, it falls under program. That's the issue on the clarity one. So that I, I don't uh, engage on it. I don't check under a wrong section. Thank you, Honorable Papo. Honorable Frolic. And then Masbulele, you will come in. No, good morning, Honorable Speaker, and also good morning to our colleagues. Honorable Speaker, I understand the issue that has been raised by the Honorable Swart, but some of these matters have been reported on in previous NAPC meetings. And what we must do is when we look at matters, we should not look at matters in front of committees in isolation, but look at the entire list of matters that is currently serving in front of those portfolio committees. In terms of the rules, portfolio committees determine their own agenda. And, for instance, the animal protection uh, uh, bill that is there and a number of other issues um, 
it, it collates with a number of other pieces of also important legislation that's in front of, amongst others, the Justice Committee, Agriculture um, uh, Committee, um, and Land Reform Committee. Uh, but we will have a comprehensive reply next week. And then also, Honorable Speaker, we, and I've implored on Chairperson to schedule more meetings, even if they request to meet every day into the evening, then they must do so. But then we also require the availability of all members serving on those committees to be part of those different meetings that will be taking place. But Advocate Tau will deliver specifically on the issues that was raised by the Honorable Swart, a comprehensive report next week, and then we'll see the context in which I'm talking about. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Froli. Mr. Paso. Madam Speaker, in relation to the trade and industry report, um, on the 22nd of March, 2022, the report was revived and referred back to the committee for further consideration. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Kasso. Honorable members, um, there's another hand. Uh, Honorable Shivambo. No, thanks, Speaker. I thought the issue about the report to from the Portfolio Committee on Trade in Industry was relating to the report that has just been given now, the committee section report, as to where is that process? How, how is it being engaged on? Remember that it's a report that relates to appointment of a, the chairperson of the National Electoral Commission Board. And that is a legislative obligation. It's long overdue. There's been no chairperson of the NLC for... I think more than 24 months now, and it is a parliamentary obligation and legislative mandate to make sure that such is fulfilled. So if it has been referred back to the committee and, and the committee report is not reflecting as to what is happening there, it has to be a cause for concern because there is instability. There are so many issues that are reported, but there's no clarity as to who should then submit reports to Parliament from the NLC point of view. That is the issue that has to be much more clearer now. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, Honorable Shivambu. Honorable uh, member, I, members, I request that, uh, I want to propose that at the next meeting, we should receive a comprehensive report on the matter of the motion, which was moved by the Honorable Chief of the Majority Party. If that is agreed, honorable members, I then close this matter on that note. And we then proceed to deal with the bill's uh, office report. Dr. Mbata. Uh, good morning, Madam Speaker. My name is Neil Bell. I'm filling in for Dr. Mbata. Um, referring to the report on legislation before Parliament, um, I mentioned on page two at the bottom, uh, see the list of all bills currently before Parliament, which is the second document that has been distributed to uh, this committee. According to Advocate Tau's report, at least 11 of the bills before NA portfolio committees have dates for finalization and reporting. I think that was touched on earlier as well. Um, and, of course, these include the National Health Insurance Bill and the Electoral Amendment Bill. 
Uh, I mentioned this specifically because it gives us uh, a prompt to start looking at this official second language text of the bill in order to get it ready to be sent to the president for assent once the NCOP has passed it. Madam Speaker, on page four, I mentioned two bills approved by cabinet recently, um, the South African Post Bank Limited Amendment Bill and the National Youth Development Agency Amendment Bill. Both have not been certified yet, and both are in the process of complying with Joint Rule 159. Um, so I don't know what the NADA bill will say yet, but I will know. I think I'll know soon enough. On page five, um, I'm quite happy to report that of the 23 bills passed by Parliament in 2021, all 23 have been uh, signed and assented to by the President. So the only ones that are with the President for assent at the moment are those three. And uh, numbers two and three are 2022 acts. So... That's about as up-to-date as you can get. Um, I'm happy to try and answer questions if there are any. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Bill. Honorable members, are there any questions on that report? The bills? Honorable Bwakube. Uh, good morning, Speaker. Um, I just wanted to find out um, wh where are we with the electoral amendment bill? I know that there was um, a public participation process, uh, and I just wanted to find out uh, where the process is at the moment. Okay, thank you very much, Mr. Castle. Uh, Madam Speaker, I'm going to ask um, Advocate Dow to comment on that, but indeed the public participation process has been finalized and the committee was set to meet, but I see uh, um, the House Chairperson's hand is up. You may want to speak to that member. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Honorable uh, Frolik. Madam, <clears throat> Madam Speaker, that matter has been referred to by Advocate Dow. In his previous report on the uh, bills in front of committees, we're now dealing with something else on the agenda. But be that as it may, that the public participation process has been completed, and the committee is waiting for responses from the department on some of the issues that has been raised. They have asked for the meeting that was scheduled to be postponed uh, in order to allow for the department to be ready to respond to some of those issues. So they are well on track in terms of the original program that they have submitted. But it was in the previous uh, presentation by Advocate Tau. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Thank you very much, Honorable Frolik. Honorable members, it seems that concludes the item on the bills that responds. Um, I now invite the Honorable Lusuma to present the draft parliamentary program. Thank you very much, Honorable Speaker. I'm not too sure whether it would be advisable for me to put on my video, but may I switch it on, Honorable Speaker, just to protect the connectivity. Please, if you may. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much, Honorable Speaker. Before, Honorable Speaker, I walk through the program 
to this meeting. May I, may we start by saying that uh, we are, of course, uh, repre- uh, presenting a, a draft program for for amendment or approve and approval by this committee, Honourable uh, Speaker. Secondly, is that we have, you will see when we walk through the report, the, the program, that we have tried to ensure that we don't disrupt the mini plenaries uh, scheduling and also not to confuse honorable members in terms of when it's a plenary and then when it's the uh, mini plenaries because we are we will be processing only the budget vote as it were thirdly chair that we would like to say honorable speaker is that you honorable members and and speak honorable speaker you will note on a program that uh, I I, I, I I lost some of your introductory remarks honorable speaker but i am aware that your office and, and the Honorable President's office have been communicating that the President would have loved to address the joint sitting on uh, next week, Tuesday on the 26th. But for we, we, we didn't put it precisely on the reason that we're still going to solicit, I think Mr. Castle will, will come in on that later, that whether we're going to start with the, the joint sitting at 10 o'clock or followed by the, the NA sitting to approve the ad hoc committee as agreed and uh, even in, in the chief Whoops, um, a forum and uh, noted here as a, as, a, as, a, as a matter that has been agreed to. So hence I'm highlighting the 26th so that members doesn't wonder why we didn't put it there. So I'm sure you will give us guidance on that matter because it's in your office. Then, Honourable Chair, then we will then, if you may allow us then to present the, 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 the programme. The, 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 it is now has been amended, the one that is flighted, because the one that has been circulated to members, it wasn't. So the only thing, as I indicated, then we've got 14 hours, which means then the NA sitting, we are proposing that, if possible, could sit at 10 o'clock or immediately after the, to, uh, the address by the president, noting that in the Chief Whip's Forum, Honorable Speaker, uh, various political parties and the summary of the meeting was that we will recommend to this meeting that after the Chief uh, the president have addressed the House, there should be some uh, uh, comments or I wouldn't necessarily say uh, responses. Let me use that word, responses from various political parties. And uh, and then the time and the schedule of time proportionally then shall be populated and be communicated to members. Uh, then we will move then. That will be week, uh, uh, week 12. Yes, week 12. Then we will then move to week 40, 13, I mean, because that's the only thing safe to say then is a leave period. The next week, only Tuesday, we will have a sitting. Then, of course, we must highlight also the National Freedom Day of the 27th of April, which is the most important day. Hence, we are here. I will request that let's, let's shift the, the a little bit. On a, while we are shifting, then scrolling to week, the second week, the coming week, uh, which the, the coming week is the leave period, then it will bring us to the week, week 13. Uh, as we normally report that we don't go line by line in terms of the days, safe to say that we'll concentrate where there's uh, plenaries and committees and, the, and other matters that needs to be highlighted. As we move along with the program also, as we receive the international fora diary also, we will populate it accordingly. Scroll down to week 13 so that it can come out. 
the first of May, which is Sunday, and then Tuesday to be automatically a calendar, which is a worker's day. Uh, on 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 the third, then we will have starting then to put a, a, a hybrid sitting that will take place. Then we'll have matters, which is a standard a, a, a schedule of, of, of the sitting, which is the plenary, which is member statements and consideration of the portfolio committee on corporate COCTA or corporate governance and traditional affairs on the National Council of Provinces amendment to local government municipal systems amendment bill. Then followed by the, uh, the, the Freedom Day debate and motions without uh, notice and uh, notices of motion. May we proceed then just to highlight, to give highlight, then I'll stop to the, to, to in this week because then next week I'm sure we'll be meeting, but nothing has changed. The only thing that has changed, Honorable Speaker, is the one that was highlighted in red, which is also, was the 26th of April. Then on, on Monday, which is the normal day of our position day, followed by Tuesday, Tuesday will be on the 8th of, um, what's that, 6th of May, then it's normal committee day, uh, days that gets populated on the 8th, uh, get 80 seat accordingly. And then uh, on, 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 on the 9th, then it's, it's um, oh, now we're on the, that week. No, the other weeks I did talk to, to say that we'll be dealing with mini plenaries. So uh, for completeness for this one, all, I won't go through all the mini plenaries. Oh, just so the one that yes, uh, our first mini plenaries, which will be on visual, total visual, uh, it, it will be then uh, the first vote, which is vote number four, government and communication and information systems uh, put, uh, vote, which is vote. Uh, uh, don't move, just uh, stay there. Yes, please. Thank you. Uh, uh, then follow on on the on the twelfth. I just want to, to read the votes only so that uh, uh, the committee can get a feel how it's being scheduled. Not all of them, but this one. The one, don't, don't move, please. Uh, vote 17, higher education and training, uh, followed by vote 37, which is sports and culture, and vote six, which is uh, international relations and cooperation, uh, from uh, 14 hours to 16.15. Uh, from 1630 to 1815, uh, it will be vote 24, agriculture, land, and, and rural development, which is vote 29, and vote 27, Office of the Chief Justice. On Friday, also will be mini plenaries from 10 o'clock to 1215, which will be the vote 14, water and sanitation, and uh, vote 19, social development. Then we shall then populate as we get the, 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 the concluded by the portfolio committees, the votes. Thank you very much, Honorable Speaker. But by, before I thank you, let me say, hastily say that why we are having the mini plenaries in this fashion is that we, we want to save time when we go to the House so that we don't also go again to make declarations, but we process them and do the voting accordingly. Thank you very much, Honorable Speaker. We'd gladly take questions of clarity. And, 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 and comments and welcome the comments. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Suma. Honorable members, that's the report uh, from the programming. Uh, Mr. Picasso, you have your hand up. Yes, Madam Speaker, just in terms of the um, sitting of the NA, ma'am, next week, we our recommendation would be that it happens immediately after the joint sitting. 
um, about 15 minutes after the joint sitting. So that would, because the, the members will be in the same venue, basically. We'll just have to change the links from joint sitting to NA sitting. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Okay, okay, thank you very much. Honorable members, it, which means that you'll be on Tuesday the 26th. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, Honorable Shibambo, followed by Honorable Topkinelda. No, thanks, Speaker. I, I think there has to be a very firm resolution and agreement that if the President has requested for a joint sitting to address on the on the floods in KZN, political parties must necessarily be given a space to say something as well. And then the time allocation must be decided upon because if he's just going to address us and say it's done, we might as well call a press conference and, and say the same thing he was going to say there. So if there's going to be a joint sitting, there has to be responses from all political parties. I think that this meeting should firmly agree that we proceed, yes, with uh, the joint sitting, but all political parties must be given space to say something. Okay, thank you very much, Honorable Shubambu, Honorable Dr. Mulder, and the last one will be... Uh, yes, thank, thank, thank you, Madam Speaker. Good morning, colleagues. Now, I'm on this exactly the same point. I think we need clarity before we leave in this meeting where the parties will have the opportunity to respond. Uh, after the President spoke, and my position would also be that parties should be allowed the opportunity to reply to the president and give their inputs as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Honorable Chief Whip of the Majority Party. Thank you very much, Honorable Speaker, and uh, good morning to all uh, colleagues. Yes, uh, Honorable Speaker, we fully agree that uh, uh, after the president's address, let the parties uh, be given opportunity to do their comments or declaration or whatever they want uh, to say because uh, this is a national disaster, not only about um, um, uh, 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 KZN, but it goes beyond KZN. There's, K, there's, there's Eastern Cape and other parts of the country. So it is important that the political parties be given uh, that uh, uh, opportunity. I fully agree, Tim. The second one is about uh, the, the sitting of the NA before or after. Can I can I be, can I be uh, clarified what is this sitting all about? Maybe it, it brings back the item that I raised earlier on, Honorable Speaker, where I was asking whether I was still going to discuss uh, this thing about the other committee. Uh, I'm not sure whether it is the right time to discuss it now because I suppose that uh, this sitting of NA before or after is intended to discuss this matter because um, according to the, the correspondence that I sent to the presiding officers, it is not the other committee of the NA it is the other committee of parliament. So if I, I just I could be uh, clarified, what is this uh, sitting uh, before or after? Thank you. Okay, thank you very much, honorable members. Let me start by responding to the matter raised by honorable Shubambo, followed by honorable Dr. Modi, which is that, yes, the president will make a statement. We have allocated about two and a half hours in order for parties to have an opportunity to comment or to respond to the statement of the president. So that's what we have done. And uh, so we said it, it should start at two and it should be done by, I think, uh, half past four and to prepare for the next session, we, a session which will be dealing with the matter of the ad hoc committee, which is being raised now by the 
participate of the majority party. So the answer is yes, all parties will be allowed to engage with the president immediately after his statement. You will be provided, will be, will be allocated time for your comment or for your speech, whatever we call it. Now, that's where we are. And then I see Mr. Kasobe. Yes, Madam Speaker. Yes. Madam Speaker, just to, to clarify the issue of the NA seating. Indeed, the, the intention is for the House to establish the ad hoc committee. Now, it's going to be a, an ad hoc joint committee. The thing is that a joint seating is not empowered to take decisions in terms of the rules. So the NA has to sit separately to uh, adopt with the concurrence of the NCOP. So the NCOP at its own time will also sit separately uh, to adopt the, the establishment of the other committee. So the sitting of the NA is specifically and exclusively to uh, establish the ad hoc joint committee on the issue of governance. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Thank you very much. I see a number of hands now. Honorable Singh. Honorable Shivambo, is it the old hand or is it a new one? Okay. Honorable Singh, if I look at the hand. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Thank you, Honorable Speaker. And I've been covered by Mr. Kaso, and I would suggest that the that the sitting be after the uh, joint sitting because it, it, it makes sense to form a committee after hearing what happens. I just would like to know uh, whether or not, I know we have no influence over the NCOP, whether or not they can also meet, uh, you know, after the sitting, if they could uh, facilitate that so that the committee can start its work, uh, you know, sooner rather than later. And then in this debate, will the president have an opportunity to reply uh, at the end of the debate? Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Sun. Now, Honorable Shibambu, you're back on the same matter. Yes, Speaker. The, the, the issue which I, I, I we get to hear clearly is uh, when do the National Assembly and NCOPC. I would think that a better option could be to convene the NA and an NCOP separately before the, the president addresses the joint city. Say that when we react, we then have the reaction from him if he wants to react from what would have been our reactions, and then we close it that day. So instead of the address, and then we only establish the, uh, the adult committee later on. I think that it could be much more easy. If we look at a great start earlier, I don't think it will take a lot of time because there is uh, almost unanimous consensus that the ad hoc committee should be established. Of course, through the NA separately and then the NCOP separately. So I would think that let's do it first and then we then allow a, the joint sitting to happen for the engagement. Okay, Honorable Shibambo, I hear you suggesting to this uh, meeting that we probably start, uh, either we have a session in the morning at 10, briefly, I don't know, or we start at around 12 before the president sits so that the ad hoc committee sits. 
I mean, the National Assembly sits and and uh, and we discuss what it is that we want to hear or raise during the president's uh, after the president's statement. Is that is that the proposal? Yes, that is the proposal. That because also it's not going to be a difficult process to establish the other committee because there's that's far unanimity. Let's constitute the the. The, the NA earlier will resolve on the ad hoc committee and then the NCOP will, based on what we have said, have the concurrence. And then by the time the joint sitting seats, we have already dealt with the issue of the ad hoc committee. I think that is a better option instead of doing it post the, the, the joint sitting of the National Assembly. Okay, thank you very much, Honorable Shivambu. Honorable Paso, is that acceptable? Mr. Paso, sorry. Uh, member will be guided by this committee. It, it for us, it will work either way. Um, okay. It's just a question of availability of members to meet earlier if that's the direction. Uh, the sitting can be at ten o'clock. It can be at twelve o'clock. As Honourable uh, Shivamu says, there is unanimity in terms of establishment of this. Of course, the issue of the motion itself must still be finalised. But yes, indeed. Thank you very much, uh, Honourable Swat. Speaker, I'd like to suggest that we start at 12 to allow members to fly in, uh, those that will be flying in, and I would presume that you refer to a discussion that there will be an opportunity for declarations then in the discussion around the setup of the ad hoc committee. Um, and just then on, on Mr. Singh's question, one presumes that the president having made a statement, it's not really a debate, um, uh, but we'd still need your guidance in that regard. I would presume the president would, um, it's up to him if he wanted to respond, but I'm not sure if it's in a debate or not. Thank you. It's, it's not a, definitely not a debate. Thank you, Speaker. Thank you, Honorable Swat. Honorable Swat, we are correct. The president will make a statement. And as we do sometimes with statements even of ministers. Once the minister, member of the executive makes a statement in the house, then we allow for members to engage or by way of making declarations. So we can do that. Now, I will be advised by you, Honor, uh, Mr. Caso, whether the president then will come back to respond to the comments or declarations made by members and by the way, it seems to me this is a matter really which purely uh, depends on us here. If there is agreement, Mr. Castle, will you please come in? Or on yes, a yes, before Mr. Castle. No, thank you, Madam Speaker. Um, and um, yeah, thank you, Madam Speaker. Madam Speaker, you are correct that when a minister makes a the president who's the head of the executive, but there's no response from that member of the executive. So I would say that there's no need for the president at this stage to respond to um, whatever is. Honorable Frolic, is it me or is it you? But no, I think I... Yeah, no, I have network challenges where I am, Madam Speaker. Oh. 
so I, I would simply say that the, there will be at this stage no need for the president to respond to his statement after political parties have responded to it. Thank you very much, Honorable Frolik. Um, where are you, Mr. Klasso? Are you here? Yes, um, I am. Um, speaker, the, the, the rules are silent on this one. But when we had a statement from the president, by the president on GBV uh, previously, there was a response. But as I say, Speaker, it's really, it's not, it's not something that's termed up in the rules. It may even depend on the president himself, whether he wishes to respond uh, to the debate. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. Honorable members, that's the response, the advice from uh, Mr. Castle. I see the hand of Honorable, I don't know if, you, if it's a literacy hand here, which I have from you, Honorable Solik and Honorable Shibambo, before I proceed to invite uh, Honorable Bahobe. Are these legacy hands? Okay, Honorable Bahobe. Followed by uh, thank you, Speaker. Look, I, I mean, as uh, Mr. Trussell says, I mean, if the rules are silent on that and there's precedent that ordinarily parties would make uh, uh, declarations, I think considering the fact that there's going to be work that's going to be done in this regard in the ad hoc committee, I would uh, advance that I don't think that there's necessarily a need for the president to to make a response. I think if he tables his address and parties make their declaration and then the actual nuts and bolts of the work is then being done in the ad hoc committee i would think that that would suffice in the process thanks thank you very much honorable Kwahube, honorable papo i think mr Kaso is correct uh, in your engagement with the president who has written a letter this issue must be raised uh, of possible response or not we can't say the president cannot respond and Mr. Chasso has already explained that there was a president on GBV. He did respond. The rules say it doesn't say anything, but uh, the president was the response. So my proposal is that you, in their engagement, this issue must be raised so that he's not surprised in the House. He's told he cannot respond. Oh, and when parties okay. would, would have raised issues which may have may, may necessitate him to respond, clarify certain issues, if in that uh, debate... Uh, there's a necessity. Okay, thank you very much, Honorable Papo. Honorable Lisuma, followed by Honorable Swart. Chair, thank you very much, Honorable Speaker. Safe to say it's much clearer. However, noting that the Chief Whips Forum doesn't take any decisions, but there was also a general understanding and appreciation, appreciation that the President will make his statement, political parties shall respond to the President's statement and also president shall respond informed that we agreed as a principle that will borrow from GPV as the president address that has happened before. So I just wanted to remind the meeting that that was the understanding. Hence, Mr. Klaus will make a reference to the GPV, notwithstanding that the, the rules doesn't accommodate that, but we have already set a president that the chief had an understanding that that shall be the way probably we will advise in this meeting and recommend for adoption of this meeting. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Lissuma. 
Honorable members, allow me to close this item on, on this note, which is that the Chief Whips met yesterday. They discussed this particular matter, and as Honorable Lusuma has just reported now, it was agreed that the President will make a statement, parties will be allowed to make declarations, after which the President will come back and respond to the, to the declarations of the parties. Allow me to close this matter on that note, because if we if we have uh, if I allow for more speakers on this matter, it means that we will not uh, finalize the issue. So allow me to rule that the proposal made by the we party yesterday is accepted by all of us, and we will move as such. Sorry, Speaker. A separate issue on this, though. It's a SWOT here. Um, can we get an? Sorry, may I go ahead? Yes, yes, please. Just please. Um, the normal. I'm not sure when the president addressed that made a statement on the GBV whether he circulated the statement beforehand. But it is normal practice for ministers' statements to be circulated for, beforehand. Would you be able to establish if that's possible as well in this situation? Uh, we're relating to the president. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I think I'll be guided by Honorable, uh, by Mr. Castle. I do not remember that uh, when the president makes a statement, he first circulates the statement before he delivers the statement. If anything, I have seen, I've observed that as the president delivers the statement, then the statement is also distributed to members of parliament. But I'll be guided by you, Mr. Castle, on the matter. Madam Speaker, is, as you have articulated it, ma'am, um, this is different from uh, members' minute executive statements as in the NA rules. Remember, this is a joint, this is a joint sitting. And so I think, ma'am, as you have indicated, I really also don't recall the president distributing the statement beforehand, but at the start of the, of the, of the sitting, that may have been the case. But I mean, again, the president will decide at what point to distribute the statement. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Member. I think even that we should end it on this note that we will not insist on the president uh, to distribute his statement before, that as is norm, we will wait for the president to, to give us his statement at the appropriate time, which, as I've said earlier on, I've observed that when he addresses, that's when the, the statement comes out. So if he, if he decides to, to give the statement to us earlier, it's okay. But as for us here, we will allow him to do it as, as, as he would want to do it. So honorable members, that's, that's where we are on this matter, <clears throat> on this matter of, of, the, of the statement. And we remember we were dealing with the programming, uh, the program uh, which was presented to us by Ms. Lissouma. Mr. Castle? I just want to clarify, is it now the understanding that the NA will sit at 12 o'clock on Tuesday uh, prior to the joint sitting at 2 o'clock, just one for sake of minutes and preparation? Okay, honorable members, uh, there was a, we initially, the proposal which was presented here was that we will have a joint sitting at two o'clock 
And immediately after the joint sitting, we will then meet uh, as the as the National Assembly. Then we've changed. There was a proposal that the NA should meet before the joint sitting. So I presented that because it's going to be a very short, um, a very short uh, session. So it's either we meet at twelve o'clock uh, and sit for maybe thirty minutes to an hour. I don't know. And then we allow for members to attend for lunch. And then at two o'clock, the president address, addresses the joint sitting. Honorable Suma. Honorable Speaker, may I make a, a suggestion to this meeting that we meet at 12 and have a health break, and then we reconnect those ones who have to reconnect and come back to the chamber. Thank you very much. And that's, I support the idea. Thank you. So you agree that 12 o'clock we sit as the National Assembly and that we adjourn and reconvene at 2 o'clock for the president to address. I want it to be clear. Yes, Madam Speaker, yes. I agree with that. She said Thank that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, TS. Now, Honorable Lisuma, are there any other matters which, uh, which have been raised here which relate to the programming committee, which you would like to talk to? Thank you, Honorable Speaker. We have responded to those ones that were specific, and the time mm-hmm. it will be uh, proportionally as normal, Honorable Speaker. Other than that, we are done. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. The, maybe I should end by informing the Honorable Members that we have received a, a letter from Judge Zondo where we are provided, which provides us with a list of, of commissioners for the IEC. And that uh, letter has been referred to the appropriate committee, which is the PC uh, Portfolio Committee on, on Home Affairs uh, for its consideration and report. That's just the one matter I wanted to, to report to you. Otherwise, honorable members, we've now come to the end of this meeting. Thank you, Speaker. Thank you, Speaker. Thank you. Thank you, honorable members. Thank you for your time. Very peaceful meeting. <laughs> Thank you for this recording stopped. I'm trying to say you are not peaceful at times in these meetings. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Honorable Speaker. Thank you, Shekwek. Thank you.
thank you. Thank you, honorable members. Thank you for your time. Very peaceful meeting. <laughs> Thanks this for this recording stopped. I'm trying to say you are not peaceful at times in these meetings. Yeah, no, no. Okay.